0: Dola was frightened. She wanted to get out of this evil-smelling vehicle and away, but there was so much metal around her that the very air burned. The big folk had bundled her in here without so much a thought for her feelings as they'd give to a package. She curled in on herself, wishing the world would go away. The only thing preventing her from becoming a little knot of acute self-pity and fear was her concern for the baby. Thankfully, Asrai had stopped crying the moment the truck door slammed shut on them, or she'd have deafened Dola completely. It must be the presence of all that cold metal that shocked her silent. This was the first time in her young life that she'd been in a hostile environment. Dola liked it no more than Asrai, but she knew such things existed and was better prepared. I'm with you, little one, she whispered. I'll protect you, I swear it. Though how she was to accomplish her vow, she had no idea. Who could these men be? They were dressed identically in button-up coveralls of a drab color and sturdy construction. The outfit looked better on the bigger man. The other one was so skinny that only his shoulders filled out the contours of his uniform. They seemed to be disagreeing on what to do. Meanwhile, the hose running from the tank was spewing foul-smelling liquid onto the ground near the source of her drinking water. The elders needed to be told at once so they could contain the contamination. Both the cab doors opened at once. Dola put the baby across her shoulder and prepared to climb down, but the two men got in, one on either side of them, leaving no room for her to pass. By the set of their jaws, there was no room for argument either. She was a prisoner. What's going to become of us? She thought despairingly. Without a word, the big one called Jake started up the big engine. The skinny one with hair the soft brown color of river clay kept glancing at her sideways. Jake, driving, didn't look at them once, but Dola could tell he was acutely aware of them. She picked up at him through her hair, trying to study his face. He didn't look a bad man, but he was scared too. I tell you, this must be a fairy woman and her baby. The skinny one said, talking over her head when the truck had passed out of the forest reserve and onto the main road. Come on, you idiot, said Jake. There's no such thing as fairies. Well, what do you call her? Skinny poked at Dola's ear. She was shocked. Incarceration was one thing, but personal assaults were another. Dola turned her head and bit him on the hand. He yelled, and she recoiled, spitting out the taste of his skin. Ugh, do you never wash your hands? She asked boldly. And it's not my baby, it's my cousin's baby. You'd better let us go home or they'll be upset. It was the wrong thing to say. All of a sudden, both men grew quiet. They didn't say another word to her. She looked from one to another, hoping for some sign of kindness or mercy. Dola felt a cold wash of terror roll down the middle of her back. These weren't Keith Doyle and his harmless big friends whom she knew and trusted. They were strangers who might mean to do her harm. She might never see home again. Dola tightened her arms around the baby and stared out the big windshield at the road, trying to memorize the sights they passed. She had to be brave for Osrai.